probably can't do this every week, but I think we can go today's entire episode of The Fiona Show hot off the press without mentioning the reason why everyone isn't listening to this podcast in their car on the way to work right now that just so happens to begin with the letter C. Uh controversial, I know. But the great thing about working in international tax news is sometimes you don't have to participate in the mainstream conversation, no matter how contagious it might be. It lets us best serve the needs of our uniquely cosmopolitan audience with the most comprehensive international tax legislation coverage possible. See, aren't you glad I didn't say it? Let's all try to enjoy this while it lasts. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Matthew DeMello, and here's the latest in transfer pricing headlines coming right at you. Looks like the jury will not be coming back anytime soon on whether the tax liability assessment of IKEA's Dutch subsidiary by tax authorities in the Netherlands amounted to a benefit in breach of EU state aid rules. And by jury, we mean the European Commission, who announced before April wrapped that it would be widening the scope of its already in-depth investigation into the matter. The case goes back to December 2017, when the commission first began poking around tax rulings issued by the Netherlands Tax Customs and Authority, or TCA, in 2006 and 2011 that let inter-IKEA systems, that's the Dutch subsidiary, reduce taxable profits in ways that the EU basically says amounts to an unfair subsidy. The 2011 ruling signed off on the price paid by inter-IKEA systems in acquiring intellectual property from a related Luxembourg subsidiary financed by Interkia in a deductible interest to be paid in an intra-company loan. After the 2017 investigation, Inter-IKEA tried to play take backseas via amortization of the IP rights, which were then confirmed for a deduction by the TCA. Was this all within bounds? All signs point to this dragging out a lot longer before the commission can even begin to answer that question. And remember the new equalization levy India slapped on tech companies a few weeks ago? Well, the U.S. has a different name for it, the, quote, Google tax. But the actual application of the tax is a lot wider than everyone's favorite place to ask if cats are allergic to Rogaine. Just as a refresher, an equalization levy is a kind of digital service tax, or at least that's how India uses it, as in a direct tax that's withheld at the time of payment by the service recipient, or in the case of the equalization levy passed as of two weeks ago on companies trafficking in, quote, e-commerce supply or services provided or facilitated by non-resident e-commerce operators to Indian-based customers on or after April 1st, 2020. In other words, tech companies mostly based in the United States to Indian eyeballs. Anyway, the U.S. takes umbrage with just about any country, but particularly those in possession of over 2 billion eyeballs for tech companies to reap into taxable income typically reserved for the IRS to cut that far in on the pie. Or something about mercantilist era protectionism and certain countries coming first, like America or something. What kind of retaliation might the Trump administration have in mind? Well, remember when the prices of French wines were going to go up about six months ago because of France's DST? That seems like a pretty good indicator. Gee, remember when a potential US-EU trade war was the worst of our problems? Sigh, memories. 
Well, it's the moment long time hot off the press listeners have been waiting for, like Office fans waiting for Jim and Pam to just shut up and do it already. It's Columbia's turn to walk down the aisle and become an official, as well as the 37th overall, member of the OECD, which sounds like as happy a note as any to end our episode on. Following a seven-year itch of adjusting labor practices, justice reforms, corporate governance of state-owned entities, anti-bribery laws, trade policy, and environmental protections, the happy couple decided to tie the knot and offer m some reasonable peace of mind for conducting their operations in a handsomely developing South American jurisdiction. But the proud groom doesn't seem to have minded the wait, said OECD Secretary General Angel Guerra. Colombia's accession is tangible proof of our commitment to bring together countries who strive for the highest standards in global public policy in order to improve the well-being and quality of life of their citizens. Sheesh, sounds like somebody's already angling for Mrs. 38 or 39 to show up. Okay, admittedly, I don't I don't think the marriage analogy is is working here anymore. Those are the headlines in transfer pricing, though some might be only referring to contemporaneous documentation. I'm Matthew DeMello, and they let me host, edit, and engineer this podcast, and at least for this episode, write as many terrible jokes as I possibly could. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, along with our long-form anchor program, The Fiona Show, where you can hear deep-diving discussions with transfer pricing experts on these stories and more. Until then, stay safe, stay sane, stay home, and we'll catch you there next week. Mm